This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, as always, he didn't organise a guest host, Mitch Doyle. Good everybody, and I did not. And neither did I. So we're just two guys and we're having a good time. Yeah, look, we thought we'd just uh, have a bit of a... Uh, I don't know, more relaxed episode this week because we've um, had three or, like three or four hour podcasts. Well, week, look to be like. quite honest with you, Mitchell, I was sick of getting upstaged. Yeah, so <laughs> I decided look, that I, I tried to cover for you for the fans. I'm okay with being the second best person in the room, but when there's three people here, I'm, I'm the third best. So. This is more. It's more of a shot. I'm just giving you a shot back at being the original Bungard. Really, that's Thanks, what I'm mate. doing. Well, Bungard 2.0 is is on fire. He said some silly things like ten minutes ago. Though. He did. <laughs> so I'm 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 back. I might be back. Look, the jersey take there. That's bad. That's an issue. <laughs> All right. It's Thursday night football. South Sydney six. Sydney Roosters twenty. Uh, the Roosters claim the Roncoot Cup, giving some, you know, some silverware back to the Chooks. What a time yeah, to be alive. Actually, I think they already had the Roncoot Cup, but. I don't know. They can just uh, hold it again. Sure. Well, it's a huge cup. It's significant in yeah. meaning. Actually, Everyone no, they didn't because it goes on bloody for and against for the season and South smashed them once and they lost narrowly last year. Either way, they have it right now and that's all that matters. It is. The biggest trophy in the sport. Your biggest trophy this season. Uh, we Yeah, that's that's fair. That's okay. Hey, we won the... No, we won the charity shield. There you go. Stop the it. biggest trophy yeah. this season. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Strange game. I thought... probably South had the better of the running for most of the game, but... They just lacked options in the final third, which is weird when you have a team full of supposed playmakers. Um, Do you? Mate, yeah, come on. Don't the word be... supposed does make them playmakers. Mm, yeah, and, and again, it is a real shame Cody Walker doesn't have top-line speed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd have a, a million tries if he had top-line speed. Yeah. You know, the times he breaks the line, you think, he's away, and then yep. he's And no one goes with him. He makes it past halfway. And that's like, maybe, maybe go with him, other South players, because this has happened like five times already this year. I um, thought Michael Gordon was outstanding. In a good patch of form. Mickey yeah. Gordon. Renaissance mm. at the Roosters. Uh, the Roosters have this weird knack this year, though, of like turning up for the first 15 minutes and just cruising. They get away with it in games like this, but you're not going to go away with it all season, blowing teams off in the first 20 minutes and then doing nothing the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought um, it was really weird. I thought Souths were once... And this is, seems to be happening every week, and it happened last year. When Damon Cook came on, they were better. Like, this, is, this is not a coincidence. I don't see how, at this point, this keeps happening. Like... I think what they were they lost they 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 scored the same number of tries when he was on the field like as the Roosters and they got smashed when he wasn't on the field. So uh is he the rugby league version of Brad Hodge? That's like, a very fair analogy. Well, everyone's like why is every fan's like why is this guy not getting a start? Why so who's this guy start anyway? who's um who's Sean Marsh? Well, fair is can't be Sean Marsh. He's yeah. too good for two yeah, exactly. Sean Marsh. That's... Someone who repeatedly gets chances they shouldn't. Someone whose dad was good, but they're not very good. Was Joshua Crone got a dad who's okay? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. There's Joshua a few Crone contenders. I don't want to name yeah. names. Um, but anyway, uh, Roos is really good. They look the goods, obviously, 4-0. Um, I thought it was a good game from JWH. Yeah. Corey Hargreaves. Which is, it, he needed to step up because Dylan Napa did not come close to replicating what he did against the South Pack in this fixture last yeah. year. He had his best game probably of his career against you guys last year. Well, probably, definitely of his career, I'll say. Yeah. Worst game of the last two years. This and he season. missed six or seven tackles. He, he made like 14 tackles and missed six of them. Yeah, not that's great not great. For a middle front four. But Warrior Hargreaves played the first like 55 straight and absolutely carved you guys up and yeah. looked pretty good in the middle. Um, Burgess boys. Mm. Hands. Ooh. Some assembly required. Where have we seen this before? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what you do. Can they wear gloves? They're not allowed, are they? 
I don't think they're allowed. No. People, surely someone would be wearing them if they were allowed. They've got more errors in games, as always. All the Burgesses combined. It's not great. That's bad. That is a bad stat. <laughs> it's not. Um, For a middle forward, it's not great. No, it isn't. And it's a shame, because I thought Tom actually ran pretty well in the second half. But his first half was, you know, disastrous. Uh, two guys I thought were really good in this game. One was Bryson Goodwin, who, like, made over 10 metres every time he ran the ball. It was bizarre how hard he was running. It looked really good. The stats say, you go, 13 metres, 173 runs. Mm. Great. You said th- 13 metres, 173 runs. Yeah, you got me. That's, that's not great. That's about more than that line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the other guy was Zane Musgrove when Sam Burgess went off. I thought he had a pretty good he second half. He looked good half. too. Um, I haven't looked at the South team for this week uh, because well, it's, it's not named yet. yet <laughs> it's Monday. I'm all over the place. Um, but I would hope that Bryson has been moved to the centres this week and Talakai has dropped his defence still isn't there. Uh, with Braden Burns coming back onto one of those wings, I would hope that's what they do. Is Burns back this week or is it next week? I thought it was one week. Maybe it's one week. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Talakai can understand why he was dropped. Jennings, not brilliant defensively either, but a little better than it's Talakai right. is. Talakai uh, gets caught in no man's land really, really often. Oh, I would love South to sign someone like Dean Vare if he's not wanted by the Panthers. That would solve a lot of problems. Yeah, he's kind of weird on the outer rumours all off-season. Rumours he'd sign with Manly or whatever, then Mansour happened, and then they did And you play so well that you just like can't get dropped. Yeah, that's it. I don't understand why he keeps naming him in number two jersey, though. He's played centre every game. Yeah. That just, that just, that's a bugbear of mine, because when you look at no, the history books in like fine. 10 years, Team Farah's going to be listed as a winger. Mm. You play the centres. Mm. Like, uh, but he, he's been really good. We shouldn't talk about them yet, though. We'll no, get to sorry. The we'll get there. Um, yeah, uh, again... Um, yeah, the Roosters' goal line defense I thought was really good. Uh, Souths, I'm, without look, again, look at looking at stats, I'm certain they had more red zone touches and I'm pretty certain they had more possession. Um, and yeah, they just couldn't do anything they with it. They did have it. more possession, 52%. Yeah, and yeah, uh, they just couldn't do anything with the ball when they got down there. Um, it's pretty funny. Souths are completing like, a really high rate this season despite having the Burgess boys. That, to me, is baffling. Because like, this happened last year as well, I think. Like You told me this and it blew my mind. Like How, how is this happening? I don't know if they're first now, but they're right up the top there with completion rate. And it just, but the Burgess boys' errors just seem to be killer errors every time. They seem to be in your, parked in your own end or on the try line. Yeah, never your middle of the field run of the mill errors. I, I tell you, and this is this is, you might flame me for this, but apart from when he tried to play the ball and forgot how to do it, I thought Jason Clark actually had a reasonably good game as well for South. He works hard. He's been he's been okay the first two games, but this one he nine has been, runs seventy meters, but and he's all right. Yeah, he has been. Better than I expected. Well, that's the thing, right? You're playing a guy on 80k, reportedly that's what he's on, the minimum, and it's Jason Clark. What can you expect from Jason he's Clark? He's ripping in. He's that's, having a go. That's it. Uh, other guys from the Roosters, glad to see the Luke Heary hype train finally in with Dalian votes. Finally didn't get the three Dalian votes for doing nothing again. Wasn't it nice that when we spoke on the, on Thursday after this game, I mean, I don't know if... I remember if you agreed with me exactly, but basically who I thought should have got the Dalian votes got them. Yeah. Which was Gordon three, Cody Walker two, and I said Boyd Cordner one. They gave it to Mitchell Pierce, who I would have been fine with as well. Actually, no, I think I had Pierce two, uh, Walker one. Which, again, is fine. There's a few players that were really good. Cordner was one of them. We should have mentioned him. Sorry. And, um, yeah, shout out to Andrew Ryan. Good votes. Well done, mate. Did nail them. But, uh, man, uh, just... The Roosters team, I really, enjoy, they're a really good team, right? I enjoy watching them play, but yep. man, I, with this. I would love to know if someone explained to me I don't get it. the media love affair with them. I, I Look, I've never thought this would happen in my life, but I switched to Channel 9 at halftime. Like, it was that unbearable. And Rabs and Gus were a breath of fresh air. Yeah. That, what a ridiculous sentence. But the, the Channel 9, sorry, the Fox Sports hype train is, there's something in the water at St. I don't know what's going on, man. It's like they've been given this directive to just 
hype use everything. Every everything. extreme extremity possible to describe every situation. Every try is the greatest try ever. Every player is the next brilliant this and the next from. that. It's killing me. It's yeah. killing me. Outstanding from. Yeah. Beautiful from. That's the, that's one of the best tries I've ever seen. It's like, man, can't be. Mate, they were acting like Cam McInnes and Paul Vaughan were the greatest front rower hooker combination of all time because McInnes put him over for a simple try with bad uh, defense. That's uh, current Dally M third place uh, tally Paul Vaughan to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's been yeah. fantastic. Like, uh, and again. We'll and this game there. pre-match, it was vomit worthy. Vomit inducing the, the Luke Keery takes. And then through the game... And that's the thing. He, he's playing well. We all wear he's playing well. It's yeah. not, not a case of a player. No, no bitterness. Think, but no one, no one thinks he's playing poorly for these rats. But God, like, has he? Been, I don't think he's been playing better than Ben Hunt. No. And I said this to you. If Ben Hunt, if, if Luke Curry was playing as well as Ben Hunt, like, Currently is, shut, yeah. shut it down. The Dalian would have already been handed out. It would have, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Hey, let's get on the next yeah, game. All right. Pen, there's not much to analyze here. Penrith forty, Newcastle zero. Boy, oh boy. Uh... Rumours of the Knights turning a corner have been somewhat exaggerated, Mitchell. <laughs> somewhat. Uh, yeah, this is not the best game for round four from a team I've seen. There's probably a worse performance this weekend than this, by the way. But I agree. Man, oh man, uh, when Knights don't turn up, they do not turn up. And that was when you're hoping this team had turned a corner, at least in terms of commitment. You thought they'd turn up every week now and put some effort in. But there's some plays in this game that were just as bad, if not worse, than some plays last season. And they made Penrith get about seven guys into the origin side, by the sounds of it. Peter Wallace in, Regan Campbell-Gillard in, just throw them in. That's good but... for you, though, as a Queensland fan. Oh, yeah, it's great for me. But, yeah. uh, just It's hard to watch. It's it's very hard to watch. And I'm not a Knights fan, but I hate having to watch rugby league games like this so early in the season. But yeah. It's it's hard to watch. And Penrith took full advantage of it, and Penrith were good. But again, we said this last year, we'll say it again this year. There's only so much you can talk about a team being good when the other side plays like this. Mm, that was shocking. Um, I don't know, really. Like, yeah, I, I, don't, I couldn't. You can't really look at the Panthers and really point the finger at only having a bad game. I guess Dallin Wittes had the hilarious bomb try when he stepped on the sideline, but that was really poor. Yeah, that was bad. But I mean, he made up for it. Scored a couple of tries. Um, yeah, Penrith was slick. They were very, very good. Um, and you're, you're right. I don't know what else you can say because the Knights were awful. And they were awful. We saw some sneaky pace from Tamari Martin, so we knew he was quick, but he did the thing that... Oh, yeah. Low-key, really fast. He did the thing that not many NRL players do, and it's something I remember being taught in like under 14 reps, is that run to the corner post and you'll catch the guy. Yeah, don't run to the player. And tw- both times he did it. And one of the times he was like a mile ahead of the player he was chasing, but that's it. He got the guy that way. Very, very often you'll see players run to the player and drag behind them. But speaking of the worst chases of all time... <laughs> In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So that's Ben Hunt's music. <laughs> uh, we're doing this new thing where we uh, are just instead of because pretty much every week we recap. get to drop it like it's hot and we go back to something we already talked about. So from now on, we're just going to drop it randomly in that game recap when we get there. You're not going to know when it's coming. We're going to th- add a Stone Cold Steve Austin glass shattering onto the front of it as well. There were some contenders this week. Herman Assisi's drop ball on the kickoff that that. Drop out return, not very good. Rapana did a drop it like a ton, literally, he, he did, did it. He literally did one, that's true. Uh, the Lieutenant's Lesniak one you mentioned is also a contender. Yeah, but... 
But this is possibly this is a leading contender for drop it like it's hunt of the season. I and one of the worst players I've ever seen. I haven't seen an individual player let down by his teammates so badly since at Souths Warriors game in two thousand and four when Francis Melly slapped Ashley Harrison in the face and not a single South player <laughs> ran in to back him up. This was awful yeah. from every night except Nathan Ross. So the player we're talking about is Nathan Ross returning a kick from his own in goal, makes a line break or makes a break. Sorry. Runs 70 metres, gets caught by uh, Tamari Martin, and has a slow play the ball. Real has slow. Has a slow play the Rob, ball. Gets maybe up, should have got a penalty. Plays the ball. The Penrith player looks at the ref like, am I allowed to pick this up? And the ref's like, you can pick it up. And then he picks it up. And then still no Knights player within 10 metres. Yeah, you, sent the, you posted the screen caps today. When Ross plays the ball, there's literally not a Knight within 20 metres of it. There's literally 20 metres. 10 Penrith players there before there's a Knights player. 10 of them. If that was long balls, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, mate, you've won. You've won in one leg. Whereas and this, this, on this breakaway, Nathan Ross gets about 40 metres away from his teammates. And but then that, there's a at least a second and a half on that play the ball as well. Yeah. And then there's just no one there. No one there. Can he turn around and pick up his own play the ball? Mate, <laughs> I don't know how he's feeling, but God, I would have been pretty... I was, steam, I was steaming watching it as a neutral. Knights fans have a right to be furious, but... I don't understand how you give up on a teammate like that in round four of the year when you're on a duck. You want you're on zero. You're on a duck egg. You want points for pride, and it wasn't there. And there's it's the role of so many guys to chase that. It's it's the role of the halves to support. It's the role of his outside backs to chase on those back on those runs. And it's the role of the fullback. And none of them were there. It was really pathetic. It was pathetic. And then you know, then Penrith all they get all their players back for it before any Knights players get ready. It's disgusting and. I don't know what to say about the rest of that, but as a Knights fan, that's a real worrying sign for me, the lack of commitment on something like that. Yeah, and again, especially when we thought that, you know, after their first couple of games, we thought, you know, they might not win that many, but they're going to hang in. That's what we said, but yeah. <laughs> they did not hang and in. And I mean, here. it's another case, like Nathan Ross's defense has not been exceptional this year, unfortunately. He's been called out a few times, but it's another case, again, of him being the only person putting in 100% of the time. And I thought there'd be guys like Bura and Barnett and this team putting in more. I know Barnett did his shoulder. I mean, it's shoulder. not on those two guys to chase, like, it's to not. follow that breakup. But Barnett did his shoulder in this game, so that's why I don't think he chased very hard. But I thought, you know, you thought those guys brought a bit of commitment change to the club. And I know it's only one play, and I don't want to overread into it, but it was pretty disgusting. Does Jamie Bura currently lead the Knights in uh, kick try assists? Possibly. He might. <laughs> Look, Harry yeah. Ramage, look that up for us. The uh, the young debutant for the Panthers, I don't want to say his name. I'm not going to get it wrong. All right, Raps. It's CHN, Corey, Hawira, Nero, or some shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, probably wrong. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, decent game, but isn't it a dream to debut against that night side? Uh, <laughs> it, it makes lo- it's not exactly the uh, 2008 Storm. It's not. It's a good on him for his debut try. I like when a kid, I like debut tries. Kids look excited as. Always good fun, but a uh, bit of an easy debut, as we'll say. Sorry, 2007. Yeah. And I was also glad, though, in all this, Matty Moylan still only managed, was it one try assist or no try assist in this game? I can't remember. No try assist. Yeah. So, it's good, in it? Because I didn't want it. It's no stat panning against the Knights, mate. Uh, I'm aware, mate. Seriously. Fully aware. <laughs> all right. Uh, next game. Quietly, uh, pretty entertaining game in the end. Uh, Brisbane 13, Canberra 12. Uh, your boys finally win a close one, Mitchell. God, that was a good feeling. Uh, firstly, credit to the Raiders' defense in this game. I, I, I thought the Broncos were, were quite dominant, but the Raiders just did not let him get away. And there was a couple of good plays on D, like Nick Kotrich's intercept on that Matt Gillett That was pass. one of the best intercepts I've ever seen. And I know yeah. we just talked about not you know using hyperbole too much, but it was really impressive. That was very impressive. And, and the way he managed to juggle it, but catch it before he hit the ground, I was almost certain he dropped it. 
And then we got the replay, and obviously it was clear that he caught it. But uh, yeah, the Raiders wouldn't go away on defense. But the Broncos, I thought, were the better team, got the oh, result yeah. that, that was just The Raiders played well for 15 minutes. They did, and they almost stole um, the game. I like that. I'm happy that, I guess, you know, any mooted predictions of a late partner decline have been quietly swept yeah. away. Isn't that a luxury, though? Like, this team, again, they just need something, and they look to Leilua, and he produced in this game. Great flick pass. And then, again, the right edge produced the second yep. the second try, and, and that's it. That's a luxury. And they're only going to get better but, when Croker's yeah. back to full health as well. Exactly. Um, and they're missing Whitehead this week, I believe, and Hodgson. Yeah, so Hodgson's have... a bit... Well, because he didn't play the second half, right? Which is weird, because that's when they scored all their points. Yeah, Clydesdale was actually okay, which is surprising. But yeah. yeah. Um, for the Broncos, I mean, Herman Assisi continues to, to impress... That bench, it might be, and again, we're going hyperbole, <laughs> but it is one of the best road bench rotations in the competition for me at, at currently, if yeah. not the best, with, with how Assisi, Pangai, and Arrow are playing off the bench. If he can get that one dumb error out of his game, because he seems yeah. to have one absolute boneheaded mistake every week, but he apart from that, that, he's been really good. He's been killing it. And then, you know, Ashton's, sorry, Corbin Sims, jeez. Oh. Corbin Sims and Adam Blair I, starting really well. How did you feel about a Sims brother not being on the field at the end of a close game? Clutch from Bennett. <laughs> yep. Clutch. He knew. He knew. Uh, but I just loved uh, the Jordan Carhu field goal just showed that they understood the issue in round two and have addressed the issue that you can't just have Anthony Milford as the only option. Did you again. notice it hit the post on the first first way through? Because yeah. I didn't even realise until they showed the replay. I thought it went straight down the middle. Well, this should have been an option earlier because he was smashing them over from everywhere at the nine. He was the only example. one that was good at it at the nines. Yeah, so. and, and he has a really clean strike on, mm. it, on it. So it He looked really composed did. there. It was, it was good. What's up with um, Aiden Caesar struggling with Darius Boyd's running game so much? Like, uh, What's up with Aiden Caesar being, you know one of the worst defensive halves in the comp <laughs> and also struggling in general since he moved to Kemp. Yeah, but it's like, Darius Boyd's a great fullback. We all know this, but he wouldn't be in the top five running fullbacks. But every time he's played the Raiders the last two years, those two halves have no idea what he's going to do. It's bizarre. He stopped and started on this run to Skittle Caesar. Bizarre. Yeah, that was that was weird. And, you know, um, uh, it's weird. The Raiders are one and three and the Broncos are, what, two and two? Yeah. And weirdly yet, I feel good about both of those teams. Yeah. Well, the best sign for the Broncos is Ben Hunt's form turn. Oh, he's been amazing. Been great this season. And again, the stat sheet here doesn't light him up much. He didn't get any assists. But this guy, every time the ball comes to him now, he feels like the older Ben Hunt. How many more games before Wayne gets in his ear and we see the see, <laughs> see him do the Cherry Evans? That's uh, not going to happen. Uh, but, Can that happen anymore? He can't, right? Yeah, Dragons have to allow it to happen. Okay, so no. Uh, but he was... He plays a bit more added now. He's not stuck to a structured play, which is what he was good at back in the day. If a play broke down, he'd, he'd run. And he's doing it a lot more now, running or running on the fifth and passing back on the inside and just being a bit more creative with the ball in hand. And whilst his kicking's never going to be 10 out of 10, if he puts a 7 out of 10 in every week like he, like he did again in this game, I'm happy with that. With Ben Hunt, I'll put up with that. Milford's form, concerning, but again, it's round four. Look, looked a little underdone. I'm not going to say he's fat. People keep saying he's fat. He looked underdone in fitness, but... Uh, Players have these games. Good players have if these games. If he trained as hard as Benji Marshall, he wouldn't have these problems. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, Benji. Uh, but yeah, players have these games. I'm, I'm confident the form will come oh, back. I wouldn't be too worried, mate. Yeah. Um, and if, you know, if he's going to play poorly for a few weeks and Ben Hunt's going to step up, then that's fine. Yeah. And a good sign for Jimmy the Jet is that he dealt with Jared Croker pretty easily in this game and looked the dominant center out of those two. And Croker's someone who gave him trouble last year mm. on both sides of the ball. So I think James Roberts is quietly building towards a really nice season for the Broncos. Good player. <laughs> Very good player. Uh, Bulldogs, zero. Manly, 36 at Brookvale. Uh, again, I don't really know what to analyze from this. It's just 
just awful. From the they might have the worst spine in the competition, and that includes Newcastle. Like it's, at this point, it's a conversation. Yeah, I said this last week on uh, on Twitter. I said, where does Josh Reynolds start in the halves? Where else? Dragons, maybe. Dragons. Maybe. Even then. Yeah, maybe. Dragons. Uh, I don't think... He, I argue someone. I don't think he starts in Newcastle. I think Brock Land's better than him. <laughs> and he's a better prospect. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And you watch his team. I, I don't want to throw sweeping terms out there, but they've looked at the Tigers last week and said, do you think you can get a coach sacked? Or we can do it better. They were hot, smelly garbage. And, um, you know, Curtis Sirenen played well. That's he, he got in the front foot against the Bulldogs forward pack and the forward pack is supposedly supposed to be the strength of their team. That's I think that tells you everything you need to know. Obviously, you know, Fanua Blake and Tapao coming back made a huge difference for Manly. I thought they were both really good. Yeah. Um, you know, Fanua Blake being a shiploke aside, had that really good offload for the chorus out try. Um but m- my goodness, DCE <laughs> uh masterful. Uh, one of the best games by a half in a while. Probably uh, best it, of, the, it, of the year. We should have said the hyperbole stuff later because we've used yeah. a lot of hyperbole since we, we said have. people need to stop using hyperbole. But, but the dude got five try assists. Yeah, he did. And it was the, like Cooper Cron got five against the Broncos last year, but those two are the most in like five years. Nate Miles played game. well. Yeah, I was looking um, up right now. He made over 100 metres, Nate Miles. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it's probably the last time he made it. It might be his first time at Manly. Mm, Jesus. Uh, no, he made it for Manly a few times early last year. Okay. But it's been a while. Mm. That's that's how the Bulldogs were. It has uh, been a while for Nate. Yeah, Brian Kelly looks to be a really shrewd signing. Um, he was, you know, took his couple of tries well. Well, he, he's ran, doing Ran a good line for the for the um for his second try. He's doing something that Ben Wallace, when he was on here, good action Ben, mentioned that uh, when Cherry Evans does that sideways rubbish, people think it's rubbish. He needs someone to run lines off of him, and, and Brian was, Kelly did it twice. It was perfect, perfect, and that's what they needed. I think that's Kelly's clicking there, and he's a talented player. I think he was my rookie of the year pick last year. Didn't get close, obviously, yeah. but he looks like a good talent there. He had so Cherry Evans had five, right? Yeah. Um, the first three were good, you know, soft hands for one, yeah. grubber kick for the second, then the run across the field hit hit the good line on Kelly for the third. But that fourth one, my goodness, that was impressive. Like to be able to put it a kick in like that while you're running at full speed, to know yeah. where Tom Tavoyevich is. And like Tom Tavoyevich said it after the game, he's like, I had no idea I was gonna get the ball back. Like yeah. I could I wasn't expecting it. Like it was the last one was special too. I mean, yeah. I mean the last one he doesn't try if it's twelve nil for uh, Remember last year wow. when 10,000 times we said Akuyate will be the number one player who benefits from a change of scenery. Yeah. Hmm. He hasn't been amazing, but he's no, been better. No, but he's been, been much not better. the worst winger in the comp. Yeah, exactly. He's been much better. And uh, that ki- that kick was something else. Like, running, left-footed, like back, almost backwards across the Yeah, it was, it was horizontal. Through, it was... through like four people. Special. And that's hey, probably the first time since he signed the contract that Cherry Evans looked like a million-dollar man. Yep. But that's a good sign for me in the end. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't enjoy them doing that well. So but. Blake Green has had more wins outside of his Storm career in the NRL in the past two weeks than he did in the rest of his yeah. rest of his career. So that's impressive. I, I did kind of enjoy Trent Barrett loving the win though, when he was like screaming, arms in the air, banging on the coach's window. It's like you know what, you're a man under pressure. I can appreciate. Oh, yeah, that. exactly. You and, know, and let him enjoy it. it. And then, oh, you know, I like Marty Tapao. We've been to it many times. Had another great game. But the whole, all the middles roll. They rolled right over the Bulldogs. I mean, nobody outside of Brad Abbey or Dave Clemmer cracked 100 metres. Yeah, and, you know... And Brad Abbey's not, not crash shot. And Clemmer slaps, slapped a man half his size in the face. He did. I mean, James Graham, 13 runs, 89 metres. Not often. Maybe go back to what you were doing that was working, you idiots. Like, this... 
this idea that we want to give our best player the ball less. I, yeah. I don't understand it. It's not like you're spoiled for like attacking creative outlets anyway. Yeah. Like, why have you turned him into a ball playing prop who gets far fewer touches? I don't understand it. I'm going to steal something Campo said to me too. Watching this game is that Dave Clem has clearly lost weight over the off season to play lock and play more minutes. I think it's hurt his play. He's not really busting people apart like he used to last year. He actually averaged the most post contact meters in the competition last year above Jason Tamalolo. I thought Chris Gresnell did. No, no, last year. Chris oh, sorry. was the year before. Right. Uh, so, Clemmer was hitting like 58 a game or so, and he's nowhere near that this season. He's not running anywhere near as hard. and Or as much. Or as much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all their forwards aren't running as much. It's, it's, it is concerning. But and They looked good for five minutes when Cassiano came on, but they didn't score, and no. then that was it. Like... No, it was just it was terrible. a dreadful performance. Twelve errors from uh, from the Bulldogs in this, and Manly probably could have put a bigger scoreline on, but they were stuck on trying to score a great try in the second half. So many yeah, offloads, and you know what? When you're it's up, fine. when you're up by thirty odd, you can you can sort of Jeez, dig around. Bulldogs made a thousand meters, thousand eighty nine. That might be worse than the Knights. That's not good. That's bad. Oh, one point say. I missed in the Broncos game, by the way, for this. That reminded me there that. It was a bit of a big issue for the Broncos the last two years is the meterage out of their own end. Yep. They currently made the most meters in the comp, which is pretty rare for the Broncos. So it shows you they could work with the bench. And also, why I believe they're a legitimate contender, despite being 2-2, two and two, is that they now can get down the field and hopefully yeah. have okay kicking on the end of well, it. Well, again, they've had maybe... They've, the had, they've definitely had the toughest first four weeks of any team And they've team still made the year. most meters. It's good. And, you know... That's good. I, don't, I haven't looked at their schedule for the next four weeks, but I guarantee it can't be as hard as the, yeah, exactly. hard as the four they just had. So. But how about Manly and the Roosters turning into a good game next uh, week? Yeah, I'm actually pretty keen for that now. Yeah. Be good. I'm keen. I'm just keen to see Marley to power clash with, with Hargraves. Yeah, that'd be good. A couple of lunatics. <laughs> uh, Cronulla, 20. Parramatta Eels, 6. Uh, I was on my way back from Brookvale, so I didn't see any of this. So This is a bad game. Uh, good. I didn't miss much? Didn't miss much. Uh, I mean, not that I saw much at Brookvale. But <laughs> Parramatta, yeah. Parramatta, two weeks in a row, haven't really turned up now, which is a concern. That is concerning. And this is an A and Z home You can't game. have the no Corey Norman excuse, right? You can't. There's not, there always no excuse. They're a full-strength team here, really. And, and the Sharks, to me, dominated the affair from start to finish. I don't think Parramatta really ever in the game. The only try came from a really poor Corey Norman kick that happened to hit Ricky Latelli and then uh, David Gow dove on it for only the third try of his career. <laughs> so not, a, not a perfect try scorer, but they didn't look good in attack, didn't look good up the middle. And I know that teams have these games, off games, but uh, they, I certainly wasn't impressed with the Eels on this game. Uh, what about the Sharks? Uh, I don't know, we kind of ripped them off in the start of the year, but, you know... Eel, the Eels were, I mean, even ignoring last week, they were one of the better teams to comp through the first three weeks. So to dominate them like this must be, you know, yeah. a promising sign for any team. I really liked putting Val Holmes back to fullback. We spoke about it last week that we thought Holmes was the option at fullback. And here in this game, he, he was, I wouldn't say he was involved in everything, but he carts the ball out of his end quite well and looks in involved a bit more. And I just think he's got a bit more, bit more there than Jack Bird has at fullback. I think he's impressive there. And, you know, as you'd expect in a dominant Dominant Sharks game. Gallon for feeder Graham were on fire. Graham on the back of his contract signing mm. put a really nice try on off one of the, off an early line break, and, and that was pretty much it. I mean, it was kind of all she wrote pretty early in this game for me because the Parramatta struggled to fight back. And uh, poor, poor Frank the Tank. I was pretty pumped to see him start again. He wasn't awful, but he's no longer Frank the Tank. <laughs> I mean, you expect that at his age, but yeah, he's been around, he's been around for forever. He was in that Penrith Grand Final team, wasn't he? Yeah, he'd been around forever. You know, for three so. Still a great I mean, was he there? I believe so. Maybe, I think, maybe we're I feel wrong. Like he was. We might be wrong, both of us here. But I've been. A, I love Frank. Frank the Tank. I'm definitely thinking of Frank Pulitor. 
You are. Oh, you're right. It was Frank Pulitor and Joe Nullivar. Yep. Was there Quebec Road yep. with that? Yeah. Or was it Tony Pulitor? One of them. Tony Pulitor. One, one of the Pulitors. One of them was a good artist. I tell you what. How mad are fans listening to this right now? We both. Oh, but we worked wrong. it out. We, we did. It, it's not like um. It's not like like because I agree. There's nothing worse than uh, when um. You know, when you know, like when you're listening to a podcast and something's wrong, but you obviously can't tell the person that it's wrong because, yeah. you know, they're not there. Also, it was Tony Pool. Tony, Frank yeah, was, was playing a, for Souths in 2003. Uh, um, but he did play for Penrith before and after that. And after Suimitangi's first two awesome games, this is one of the games that you remember that he can have bad weeks. In nine runs, 66 metres, didn't really didn't really have the effort in these runs that he was having earlier. But, you know, that like, that is why Suimitangi's been at a few clubs, not been a premier prop forever. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on. Frank no. Pritchard. Debut 2003 for Penrith. Was he we in the were, grand we final were right team? the whole time. Is he, but he was in the grand final oh, team? Oh, let's I see. Know. I don't know. This is bad radio. This is awful radio. No, I don't care. Who cares? Get it right. No, we need to... Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Frank finishes debut year... Oh, it was 18th man in the grand final. There you go. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm claiming <laughs> that. No, I said, we said 2003 and we were yeah, right. right. We were right. Uh, we should debut that the year at least. Yep. Jaden Braley was really impressive again too. And Play- Well, playing for his life pretty much. Playing for his life. now. I, I know people think Sigiaro will take the role, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards at the moment for at least a few weeks. It's going to be Braley for 60 and Sigi for 20 or a bit bit more than that. But they're kind of being blessed by how, how well Bra- Braley's played because now they, they'll bring Sigiaro along. Two years share the role. It'll be Braley's job in a couple of years. But they've gone from obviously Ennis Which, to these guys as both. I mean, down, that's right? what, yeah, it's kind of a plan we've seen a couple of teams like Souths, I assume, are doing that with Darren yeah. Cook. I mean, I assume that's their master plan. But um, yeah. who knows? Maybe yeah. they just don't think Damien Cook's that good. We all know but, yeah. to step down with that Ennis, but you, you can be confident as a Sharks fan that he's been better than we special. thought he was going to be. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, exactly. Early on, better than we thought he was. I think we all called him be a very good player, but. Yeah. Origin Bolter? Stop it. No. <laughs> Why is well, it mean, thrown it, out there yet? Jack, Jack Bird, mate. Yeah. Well, Hang spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. Coming up to that part of the program. Plenty of Bolters in this side, though. Yep. Right, let's get going. Right. All right, uh, North Queensland Cowboys thirty-two, Gold Coast Titans twenty-six. Uh, do you know the Titans are scrappy and that they try hard? No, I hadn't heard that. No, did you know they're the they're the the bravest, most hardworkingest team in the comp? Bunch of lunch pal kids work their way up from yeah. the box cars. Did you know all that? Did not know. Oh, fuck me, dead. They just they just can't get blown out. They just hang around. They refuse to get blown. No, they're out. just so brave. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! But yeah, they just they just can't get blown away. They no. were they were had no ball for the first twenty minutes, and then were up. <laughs> they, yeah, they were Look, we were just mocking people for that take, but it was yeah. pretty brave that they should have been down and out of the game in the first twenty, and that they were managed to have a lead after all that. They did uh, weirdly entertaining game. I thought I really enjoyed this one. Um, uh, Jonathan Thurston really bounced back from his bad performance last week. Yeah, he, did. Uh, he was obviously fantastic, as you'd expect from Jonathan Thurston. Uh, your boy Jared Wallace probably, maybe, uh, obviously his best game in a Titans jersey. Yeah, but very, yeah, very, good. very good, very good in this game. Um, and Cohen Hess really stepping up and um, filling a much needed void in terms of impact because uh, obviously no Scott, no Tamalol in this one. Low shifted to the middle where he didn't really have much of an impact. And yeah, Cohen Hess I thought was great. I don't know how you drop Cohen Hess next I week. I don't think you can. Like, do you just put the eight on Tamalol's back and just say you you and Spolton are in the middle with Low, and then... Honestly, that's do it. not a bad idea. Just do it. Just, yeah. Because like, Pat Kafusi, pretty average in this game out of all, out of all the Cowboys. He played like 30 minutes and made like nine tackles, which is impossible to me in the middle, but whatever, he managed to do that. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, obviously Gavin Cooper's not going anywhere. He's, he's no. too senior. But, you know, maybe you can shuffle something like that because mm. Lowe's also a good player that, that, that you 
half Yeah, the and bench. he if you put him in the middle, he can play 80. Yeah. Which he did here. So no, he only played like 40. Are you sure? Yeah. What? 40 or 50. He didn't play 80. Uh, Scott Bolton had another great game too. And there's there's an actual origin bolter that's a proper shot. And he ha- his name has Bolt in it. It does. So. I don't know why it has me Bolton Bolter or something like that yet. But uh, he's a shot mainly because he kind of fits to me that Queensland thing that happened with like Danny Nutley or happy was, happens with Lilliman all the time. It's like, oh, he'll do a job for a year. We've got yep. an injury crisis, he'll do a job for the year. And I think he's a really good shot of making that, that 17. Uh, we'll really, see. really well taken try from um, Ted Mosby, I thought. Very well taken try. Uh, handy, handy little player on debut. Yep. And we've, we've, all, we've all spoken about it. Everyone's been excited to see him in the NRL because the guy can move and we saw some of it in that game. Yeah. Uh, Ponga looked good again, obviously. He did. Harry Ramage, very excited. Yeah, um, he was very good in this game and again, it's he, he's going to get dropped for Lachlan Coote who... Obviously, still the better player now. You're not going to call Ponga the better player. On also, the back of you don't. Games. I mean, also Ponga's leaving at clubs. So oh yes, like, that's what I'm if, if Ponga was contracted long term, that might be a different. They made the choice already. They made that yeah, choice, but it's exactly. just going to be. You're going to lose. I like the impact Ponga brings from the back. He's a better line runner than than Cooties. One of the tries he scored was off a nice inside ball running. But into he, the hole. can he kick drop goals with both feet? Probably not. Mm, exactly. No, Coots there, man. Coots the guy he's I like player. defensively. I mean, obviously he had a he didn't have a great start to the year before he got yeah. hurt, but you know he's still good. He's a guy. But yes, this was a good entertaining game and. I enjoy both sides of the ball. I enjoy Dale Copley yep. having a decent game. Like people know, I'm probably on Cop- one of the only few on Copley Island. I'm still there. You haven't got a big house on Copley Island. It's more I'm renting a studio, timeshare in a studio, but I'm still there. I'm still. I'm not building a raft to get off, if, if you know what I mean. So no, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's not a guy who gets highly involved. He's not a, a, a centre who's going to come in and make good good card a guy ball out of his own end or anything. But he's still a good attacking centre for me. And uh, I think the the Titans. I don't know if he'll start there all year, but he's a good addition to the squad to me. Yeah, he played well. Um, yeah, the, you know the, the Titans looked okay. The Cowboys were just clearly the better team in this one. Uh, yeah, obviously a couple of garbage time tries at the end sort of made it look closer than it was. Yeah. I thought they really. I know. I know they even fell behind at one point. But I thought I was never a point in this game where I didn't think the Cowboys were going to win. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's go to Sunday afternoon, Leichhardt Oval. Um, no Jason Taylor, but still. <laughs> plenty of problems. West Tigers 14, Melbourne 22. Uh, Storm led 14-0 and then it all went to shit. Tigers 14-0, sorry. What did I say? Storm. Sorry, I'm tired. Was there anything more predictable than the Storm coming back here? Uh, once they got that try just before half-time, no. Yeah, that was it. If they'd gone in 14-0, maybe it would have been different. But as soon as they gave up that try, big trouble. St- big news, still no uh, ATM at Lockhart Oval. Still. Oh, good. Good. So... <laughs> That's my main local agenda. No ATM. You've never mentioned that before. Never mentioned it. Still no FPOS. But you can go to the local markets and have ATM and FPOS. But go figure like I we can't figure that out. But uh, yeah, not not a not a bad game for the for the neutral. But it was so predictable that the Tigers would start well without with a new coach in. Didn't think they'd go out to a fourteen 0 lead, mind. But they started really well. Dominated early proceedings. The Storm made uncharacteristic errors. But the, you just you just knew fourteen wasn't enough. The stat flashed up um, like 30, 30 minutes into the game. The Storm missed twenty six tackles. Have you ever seen the Storm miss twenty six tackles and a half? Because I don't think I have. Been a while. They missed forty four in the game. That's huge for That's them. A, so many for and them. And they completed at sixty six percent, which is extremely low for the Storm. And they still won. And they still won because by that, more than a converted try. You just knew it was going to happen. Like the the commitment on some of those plays, the Chase Blair and Josh Adokar tries. The Josh Adokar one, like he's really fast, so fine. But yeah. the Chase Blair one, come on, yeah. Come the Josh Adokar one though, he caught three to, three of their linchpins napping. 
Elijah Taylor, Aaron Woods, and Suaso Sue all taking a nap. Sue trying to bludge on the blind out of position, which he did on both those breakaway tries. And the other one, Tim Grant, who got skilled by Chase Blair, which he might be the first guy Chase Blair's ever seen. Yeah, stepped. look, it's one thing when Brooks and Moses are getting yeah. ran through like a hot knife through butter, but it's another when it's, as you said, you know, their forward pack. Yeah. And and this is the thing when they've got that really shallow bench and you get big minutes forcing guys to play big minutes. As well as I see not an eighty minute player. Woods played a lot of minutes because of Jolly Woods getting knocked out. But this is what the, the after effects of it is that this team runs out of gas at the fiftieth minute like every week. That was a weird call. Well it was. Well, when they went to the bunker for that try, like yeah. Joel, Jolly Woods was unconscious. He yeah. got I don't know. I don't think it was high. Uh, but how did he get uncon- knocked unconscious? He still got knocked unconscious if he hit the ground. Mm. He he looked dead before he hit the ground yeah. to me, but, but uh, I don't know. I thought it was still, I thought it was still fair. But... Maybe he's just really committing to the dive still. Yeah, oh, I was still I was so pumped. Like the whole game, well, all I wanted was a Josh Adokar breakaway try. Well, I, th- I swear to God, we predicted this last week. I swear yeah. we said it was a, we get, we're going to get a long range revenge try from Josh. Yeah, Adokar. it was good. We did, and he's actually kind of calmed down a little. If he did that last year, he would have been going off his rocker. But uh, the old Craig Bellamy's got to him. He would have been doing that weird hand on face thing, losing his mind. But yeah, he was toey for a try. He's pretty filthy with Chase Blair not giving it to him when he was chasing the slowest breakaway try of all time. Yeah. But yeah, Tigers fans, I mean, what do you say? It's, it's still it's just the same old team, isn't it? Yeah. That, that can be brilliant and piss poor in the uh, same game. They, I feel like they, I haven't looked it up. You'll probably know. I feel like they have a decent record against the Storm at Leichhardt. And that's why when they got out to a lead, I was like, well, I'm shocked, but I'm not that shocked. But, yeah. you know, they fell in a heap. I, look, there's honestly few things I'm more sure of in my life right now than the Tigers losing every game between now and when they play Souths again in round 10 and then beating Souths by 30 points. Like, <laughs> so confident of that happening. Yeah. One, one shining light in this night, sorry, Tigers team is... David Nofaluma again is just so impressive. I think he broke ten tackles in the first half of this game. I know that, line. and he got ran a good line and scored that try. He I know did. I got taken back for an obstruction. Take, it wasn't obstruction. Oh yeah, for line. sure. But like he still hit that hole. Great, fo- great photo ruined. Great moment ruined. Actually, that roar he did in front of the the, the Tigers sign gone because it didn't count. Rocking the headgear. Rocking the headgear. Keep it on there, mate. Nofaluma. There's a guy though that not enough wingers in headgears anymore. Ty Williams and Matty Singh. Get back. Jeez, he finished with 14 tackle breaks and three offloads as a winger. That is a lot of tackle breaks. And a lot of tackle breaks. Just just a great player, great cutting the ball out of his own head, great in yardage sets, gets involved, and really does what you want from a winger, for me anyway. I'm not all like, I get it, wingers are there to score tries, but I'll always take a winger who cuts out of his own end yep. and does all the hard yards over a bloke who's just a finisher. Yep. And he's, he never gets mentioned in this bigger, big four stuff, but man, I'd be chasing him hard if I was, if I was another team. Yeah. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, Tim Glasby stepped up when he had to with both Bromwiches going off. Thought yeah. he played pretty well. Um, I really like Asafa Solomona, the look of him. Like, so good. He bends the line every time he runs the ball up. And, and he looks really, really good so runs far. Runs a smart line too. Yeah. He likes running wide and he, and he has a good offload on him. Really good player. He's impressed me a lot so far. He's on the trajectory to be one of the better front rowers in the competition at that team. I'm happy that he plays for the Storm. Because if he played for a Sydney team, well, sorry, three or four certain Sydney teams, he would be getting hyped up to the point that we wouldn't want to give him raps anymore. He's a 21-year-old who is a union player who's still still learning league, essentially. And he plays like this. he's, He's a fantastic player on that team. And then, you know, they've got the, you know, Adokar's exactly what we expected he'd be at the Storm, isn't he? Yes. It's it's always a sad excuse when you hear people, like the, the Tigers fans, make an excuse why they sacked him because of his defense for a team that still holds guys like Kevin Nagama. Yeah, come on. That's, that's crazy. You're whiffed. You, 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 you fucked done, up. Yeah, you done fucked up. He got away, and it's just happened again. They, they, there's no excuse for other than that, and that's it. Like they, they made their offer too late. He apparently wanted to stay after he signed with the Storm, but that's it. That 
they waited too long. Yep. And that, that's possibly on Jason Taylor when he's been sacked. He didn't give him a shot last year. He played Jordan Rankin ahead of him. But, you know, that's it. They'll have to watch what got away for the next whatever amount of years he's at the Storm carving up. Yeah. Uh, Dragons 26, Warriors 12. Uh, Dragons have scored the most points in the comp after four weeks, as we all predicted. God. I'm just it's Champagne Rugby League. Man, they just figured out how to use their squad finally. It, they look good. To, like, I'm not going to call them as, as, as being a good team all year because I've still got to see it a bit longer because we've seen them have good starts and fade away. Yeah. But it, That's true. They were top of the ladder in 2014 yeah. in like, after like yeah. six weeks. It, it is not a genius tactic to play direct through the ruck, use your big forwards, run straight, and play off the back of it yep. and play some second-phase play and just, just direct the whole time. But yes. it took them a while to figure it out. And they've got Dugan just running hard, That's not it. trying to go out the back and do these sweet plays. They have like, no sweet plays now, yeah. which is fantastic because yeah. they were awful. They were the, one of the worst teams in the 20 they last so year. so slow. It's like so slow. Yeah. They don't even need to get in the 20 to score now. They're scoring some decent range tries because the guys are running hard in the middle and creating second phase play that are breaking yep. the line early. And uh, you've got guys. Paul Vaughan is in fantastic form, probably the form front row of the competition currently. Yeah, that's I think that's fair. And Jack DeBellin is Jack DeBellin. He's the same guy as last year, haircut or not. Okay, yep. <laughs> he's the same guy as last year. He's as good as he was. And then you're just adding out everyone else is playing. Gareth Widdop's having his best season at the Dragons. Dugan, as you said, is he's not having as good as a, as he was at the Raiders, but he's he's. Fitting in there more now. They're not trying to make him be a ball player, yep. which is a good thing. And then Lafay, bit of a renaissance. Yeah, Just everyone's playing well. well. And Cam McInnes is turning into one of the boys of the year so far as well. Him and Paul Warner right up there. And Cam's playing a real simplified role and steering this team around quite well. Uh, your boys, just, they stink. They do stink at the they current. They suck so they much. They do suck. I mean, you can't help... You, you kind of feel sorry for a team that loses their, one of their halves like two minutes before kickoff, but they still suck. Uh, the half makes no excuse for the rest of the team not turning up. The patron saint of Boom Rookies, Chewy Lola here, is... He's in real trouble. His, his status as patron saint of this podcast is in real jeopardy. I, I get, again, he was thrown in just before kickoff. But he should know how to play. Like he, he sh- I understand he probably wouldn't know all the set plays. He, sure. All that kind of stuff, but he seemed to not want to be involved at all for a natural ball runner. Just get the ball and go direct and see what happens. Run direct. Like, Sean Johnson didn't die for this. They didn't. Like this is like they're just wait at this point the parallels between him on this team and Andrew Luck on the Indianapolis Colts are very <laughs> clear to me. Like But I I also don't like what they're trying to turn Sean Johnson into as well though. He's not an yes, he's a halfback, he's with a good kicking game, a good running game, good passing game. Doesn't make him an organizing halfback. No. You know? And I guess it doesn't help that they probably brought Isaac Luke to do that kind of role and he's uh, not. Man, that's we the regression. This guy, there's no chance he wasn't in anyone's top three hookers list in twenty 20- Fourteen, unless you're really stupid, yeah, and, and twenty fifteen like, still less so, but less sure. So, but yeah. I mean, other guys got better. I thought a yeah. couple of guys might, but maybe like Jake Friend or Jake Granville sort of might have jumped ahead of him yeah. last year. But either way, no. this like last yeah. twenty sixteen and now awful, uh, awful, just awful. And and that whole that whole pack there. Well, I understand that uh, guys like Bodine Thompson aren't there for meterage, but he took the ball up like four times in this game in eighty minutes. And then Ryan Hoffman's not great at Maneridge. Mannering's ne- Mannering had a pretty poor game for Simon Mannering. That, just not, not tackling Dugan was yeah. atrocious. Just watched him run past. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, it's not a good sign when James Gave is your best forward in a game. That's never a good sign. Like, James Gave had a great game and he should be in the side next week. But that's not a good thing for the Warriors when James Gave looks your best. need... Ben Matulano back. They in do. A big way. And I, but even then, does that solve the rest of their problems? Well, they're, miss- like, they're missing Albert Vede as well, who's probably the other better prop. Mm, but, but doesn't solve like, their complete lack of creativity and 
it doesn't solve the like just complacency in the back line. It doesn't solve no. all the one-on-one tackles that players are missing. It's, it's no, just like, trash. I, and I don't really. I never. I I didn't get the Kearney hype when he was high, and I don't get it now. You look back, he won like a quarter of his games with the Eels, and his record. If you take out against all the other countries and only look at his record against England and Australia, he won eleven from thirty as New Zealand coach. Like that's not good. That's bad. Like, I, I don't understand why this guy was being touted as the saviour. And, I mean, anyone who was sceptical of that and anyone who was sceptical of, you know, putting the Warriors in the top four or the top eight is right now being proven right. I mean, we could be wrong. They could flick a switch yeah. in a couple of weeks and turn it around. That's what makes this team so frustrating. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the hard thing with them is that they haven't... They've had a few, not major injuries, but a few things disrupt them every week, which isn't great. They've missed two hours of Sheck a week. They had four and back and he's gone and they had to play... Ashford and Lola here in the halves. Oh, shout but... out to him, by the way. I know like, you, we like to rag on Blake Ashford, but playing two full games in two days is bloody impressive. It is. Uh, but yeah, you look at this team, and I thought I knew Kearney was not the attacking mastermind because that's not been his go, but he, he really brought some commitment to the Broncos' defense when he, when he was working there. Yeah. He really worked on that really good scramble and whatever. And I thought, we know the Storm are never going to be, sorry, the Warriors are never going to be a great defensive side, but I thought they'd make him somewhat better, more committed. And then in attack, they look like the same attack as last year. Just rudderless. Just really sideways. And it, it's an old rugby league cliche, but they're not earning the right to go sideways, and they're dropping a lot of ball because of it. Yeah, and like I know, I understand all that. And yes, they've been unlucky, you know, with four and being scratched in this game, and they've had other other bad luck with, you know, two hours of Sheck being concussed last week and all that. But, you know, that stuff isn't making... Simon Mannering missed a one-on-one tackle. Yeah. That stuff's not making Isaac Luke decide to just like have you know half the work rate of what he did yeah. when he was wearing red and green. Like it definitely something stinks, and it's always stunk. And until you can fix the work ethic, like I don't know what else you can do. Like it's all well and good to you know get players back and all that, but if people are going to be lazy and not play for one another, then it, I don't think it matters who's out there. Yeah. They made 19 errors, by the way. That and they had, is bad. They got 38 sets, which is a lot of sets, because the Dragons dropped a bit of balls. So well. they completed half their sets? Oh, no, they, they completed... Cause the oh, because a couple of errors would have been in defense and stuff. Yeah, yeah okay. the errors would have been like, uh, you dropped a kick. Is yeah, sure, a set. sure. Uh, so they, they completed 23 of their 38 sets of 61%, which That's is awful. Bad. But yeah. then you look at, they had all that ball right, and then Bunty Afoa, four runs. Bernie Thompson, four runs. Liggy South, six runs. Who's running the ball? Charlie Gubb, six runs. Who's... Sam Lasoni, nine runs. How are they... Not good. Where's the ball Not going good. in these sets? So they're just kicking on the first tackle? Like, so like, Lily Minret carted the ball a lot. Good right. on him. He's, he's had a decent year, but he's he shouldn't be a premier prop. He shouldn't be your number one guy, and he has to try and be that, and it's not working. But it's him, Mannering, and Gave carting the ball. And you're not going to win football games when those three guys are dominating your carries because they don't have enough impact. It's that simple. They don't get quick enough play the balls of hard runs for you to win football games. And uh, that, that's where they're sitting currently. I'm not writing them off. We all know they oh, get, no. their, they get I'm, their... I'm not either. They get their easy, their easy after Origin. They'll win five games in a row in Origin and suddenly people yeah. will be jumping on the bandwagon. But uh, they definitely need to turn it around in the next week or two to be any, any chance of being a decent who, side this who year. Who have they got this week? They have the Titans at home. Well, there's no excuse to not win that. Yeah, I agree. Even the Titans are decent side. They should win that. Then they have Parramatta at home. Mm, tough winnable, game, but... Tough, but winnable. Then away at Canberra. Okay, that's that's that's, yeah. that's probably a loss. Probably a loss, and then away at the Storm. But okay, all right. So no, they no. have to win the next two, pretty but much. You say that's probably a loss. They actually always been good against the Storm, so I'm not going to write that one up. True, it's a loss. But they, you know, and then they play the Roosters at home. They've got a tough draw coming. That's not yeah, because they've played they some bad games teams, and they haven't and won just them. Lost to them, like, they haven't. So they can get the finger out. Their only win is by a try against the worst team in the comp. 
Yeah, it's it, it, bad. It is depressing that outside Madalena they haven't found a, a, any of of the of a Warriors Warriors forward. If you get me, there's no big agile guy with footwork who's going to bust them up the middle like they used to have a lot of them, a whole bunch of them. They got none of them. They must play Vadovite prop when he comes back. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, like, I'm you, you don't have to catch bombs at prop. Ken Mamalo so. stinks, by the way. God, he stinks. Mm. This is it. They just signed up. They've just got off the the Manu Vadovite roller coaster and got back on it with someone else. That, yeah, he's big and he runs the ball back all right, but he drops kicks. He makes amateur mistakes like throwing that ball over two of us to Sheck that could have been costly. Oh, that was awful. And he's out of position in a tackle. They kicked him about. They kicked him every week because he's tall. Kick to the other guy in the other wing who's actually good. Fusatua was on the wing this game. He didn't kick to him like once. Do they need Jonathan Wright back? God, no. God, you do need to. I want to see them in the best seven eight on the field, and it's going to be a while till we see that because. Foran's twinge his hamstring. We don't know when Madalino's back. Yeah, Foran's in doubt for this Simple. week as well. So, yeah. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Simi Redradra. Oh, he's absolutely buried. It gets me every time. News. <laughs> the oh yes, oh every, yes, every time. He's absolutely will, buried it. I will never not laugh at that. Right, uh So a couple of dogs legends, Paul Dunn and Peter Tunks, thinks Des may have passed his use by date at the club, Mitchell. Look, I was on Des Island this season. One of the very few picked the, bro- the Bulldogs in their eight. So did I. But it looks like the team's off Des Island. Yeah, I, my ladder could not be more wrong at the moment. But hey, it's still early. Like what's uh yeah. It's still early. I had some good ones in there. Yeah. I had see. the Tigers and Souths. Yeah, the Tigers and, and Souths. And the Bulldogs. Yeah. I had the I'm Bulldogs. Bulldogs and Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Roosters up high, though, which is uh, nice. The guy I picked for worst signing is going to win the Dallium, so yeah. we've all got problems. Look here. Yeah. Well, that was more out of spite. <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah. Picking out a spite is all on what I'm about. Okay, like, good. Come on. Uh, you yeah, respect that. But yeah, um, you know, a bit disappointing to see ex-players having a pop like this, and there's really no justification for it. They've made the finals every year since he's been there. Like, yeah. I think it's a bit disrespectful to be saying things like that against a guy who's such a good coach. I mean, yeah. I don't know who the blame falls on for letting Hawkinson leave to replace him with you know another guy that's essentially Josh Reynolds. Um, they they kind of made that call before they realized what they had. Remember that when they made that call and yeah, then Reynolds true. got injured and they played him by and Hawkinson and they killed it for like eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of knew then what yeah. they'd done. <laughs> and what can you do about it then? Yeah, though, but, much um, you can do now. Yeah, look, Dez is still a great coach. People won't expiries happen for some club coaches at some clubs. Maybe time to move on, but uh, you like you said, you probably wanted to end a little better than everybody around that club firing shots at him. Yeah, he said five straight final series with a pretty average score. It's such. A, by the way, stop this garbage. That, like, oh, he's not a Canterbury man, and that's why I was about to bring that up. Shut the fuck up! Oh, yeah, my the God. dogs of war. Oh, because they were a team for like six years. Yeah, how well did Kev, uh, what was the guy's name? I have to say, was it Kevin Moore? How well did that work out? Dogs of war, mate. They were, you know, the last premiers weren't dogs of war, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, look, Dez probably on his way out. I don't buy those rumors of um, Cleary to the Bulldogs, Dez to the Tigers, though. There's, there's no way he takes a job in like two weeks, right? Uh, no, and the more ridiculous part of that rumor was also that... Um that uh, Paul Mc- I, I saw some person on Twitter claiming that also that would involve Paul McGregor getting sacked and Des going to the Dragons, Ivan Cleary going to the... No, Des going back to Manly, Trent Barrett to the Dragons. Oh, okay. And, and, like, what? 
Just because they used to play there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, what, that's silly. Yeah, Kevin Moore was the guy. Um, great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, because Craig Bellamy had all those games for the Storm. <laughs> Mike McGuire, South Rabbitohs legend. Trent Robertson, Roosters legend. Like, come on. It's, yeah, that is one of the weirdest things. It's the same with Manly. Like, oh, this guy's not going to work because he didn't play 200 games for us. It's like... Why do Turn it up, right? Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. Um, but, you know... People can have their silly opinions. All right, uh, some quick injury news. Luke Brooks, hamstring, won't play this week. Don't know how long he'll be out for. Uh, Kieran Foran in doubt for this week with the hamstring, as we said. Our boy Ross Dog has a high ankle sprain. Not sure if he's going to play. Uh, some side news. Jump in if any of this excites you, Mitchell. It's not particularly exciting this week. Uh, Chris McQueen to the Tigers for three years. I don't like it. Um, I like Chris McQueen. No, I, I think it's a fine signing for one or two years, but it's another guy who's going to be 34 at the end of the deal. Hmm. And... I don't know. The Tigers have a bad track record, track record with those kind of deals. This seems, so we'll this seems to me, if this happens, uh, that that means at least one of their key guys is not going to be coming back. Yeah, well, um, I, I do feel like with this, it does signify that Suaso Su goes back to the middle. But this is what I brought up last week. They keep moving guys like that around of harming their development for yeah. me. And then they've also made this call, presumably without having a new coach, and making a three-year deal on okay money is not what you want to do with you until you have got someone in charge in my yeah. book. Uh, James, uh, James Graham. Wade Graham and Matt Pryor re-signed until 2019 and 2020, respectively. Yeah. How does Matt Pryor, like, is, I think he's the same age as Chris McQueen. I think he's been around forever. He feels like he's been around forever. forever. But yeah, it looks so, decent re-signing considering his recent form. And I mean, Wade Graham is one of the best back rowers in the comp, so they've got to be happy yep. with that. Uh, my boy Dale Finucane re-signs with the Storm until the end of 2021. Big contract. Big contract. Well, they had threats of losing him. Lots of teens after So him. that tells you Could how in, in in how high of a regard they hold him if they're going to yeah. give him a deal. Well, I mean, they're losing Tohu and they've lost Proctor. They probably couldn't lose afford to lose on the yep. forward. They lost McLean. And Good Nathan deal. Davis joins the Eels for this year. He's back. What a return. <laughs> the prodigal son. Probably uh, been, been playing first grade at the time to be stayed there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> well. All right, a couple of quick suspension things. Elliot Whitehead and Moses Embiye will both miss a week. Whitehead for tripping, Embiye for a shoulder charge. Yeah, and Ryan James is fighting his his, his charge, which is a shoulder charge. You could have ended that at Ryan James is fighting, and I would have believed you. <laughs> Fair enough. New segment this week. I like it. I like the drop. Hot takedown. Yep. <laughs> so good. Taking down the hot takes of the week. We have, a hyper- we have a hyperbole problem in the NRL. We do. We do. And it's that's too much. What, that just got this segment going, really. We're talking about this week's hyperbole and what's going on. Some ridiculous takes in the last week. There could be the hottest rugby league take I've ever seen, which in itself is a hot take. It's coming. But, it's coming. But, uh, okay, we're building up to it. We're building up to it. But this has been... I don't know what's happened to rugby league media this season, but it's just like we've decided... It's just this a is, race to the bottom. It's just like, who can say the stupidest thing? It's, it's, uh, it's going to be the greatest season of all time, Bunga. Yeah, yeah, every okay. player is the greatest player ever. So the Everyone, first... Everyone's going to play Origin. <laughs> everyone's in. Speaking of that... The, the number three on this week's hot take not take even down. Top two. <laughs> how bad the, the hot take I don't know what week. number two is then. Origin hookers. Oh no, I do not know what number two is. If there's number three, sorry. Origin hookers number yep. three. Yep. Uh, we've got a journalist at the Daily Telegraph, the man who, uh, the man who who didn't know the referee rules this week, but Crawley, Paul Crawley's put Jack Bird as his hooker. I, I like it. Yeah, why not? And then there's other ones. We've got Mitch Pierce floating around as hooker. It's, it's just going to be Farragut, right? It's going to be Farragut Stop right Stop overthinking but, um, this. Yeah. Just put Jack Bird in the middle and let him work. Look, mm. Paul, at least you're coming up with something. Eh, he's trying. Yeah. Next one. 
Shane Flanagan. Yep. Matt Pryor's an ex-Paul Gallen. Uh... Steaming. Sure. Steaming. Why hot. not? I mean, they both play for the Sharks. Yeah, and he's like 29. <laughs> he's, he's still the next someone. He's yep. not the current Matt Pryor. He's the next Paul Gallen. Sure. But this is the scorchingest take of possibly all time. I might. I can honestly say I've never heard... Oh, actually, no. Uh, Bob Fulton saying Curtis here and play 5-8 for Australia. This, this is close. Oh, this might be worse. This might be It's us. pretty close, though. And he stuck by it. Good on him for sticking by it, Sticking by to your guns, doubling down. down, tripling down even. But uh, Jimmy Smith, in an article with Steve Mascord today, claimed that Tom Tavoyevic was the next manly immortal. 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 Not like... Not like... Not like going in soft, like, you know, the next Brett Stewart, which I think is a fair comp at this point. Yeah. No, the next immortal. Mm. He's Bo- got a- Bozo first... Tom second is what he said after being after being questioned on it's this. It's been a while since we used this one, but this deserves it. <laughs> She's hot. That's <laughs> scorching. That is hotter than the chili Homer eats when it melts his mouth. Yeah, look, uh, I, I remember me and Jimmy had a chat about two years ago when he called Matt Moore and the Steph Curry of the NRL. I remember that. He's got a new hot take. It was hottest take of his. Good, good repertoire, though. It's pretty impressive that a guy can say Matt Moreland is the Steph Curry of the NRL and it not be the most ridiculous thing he's said about a player. <laughs> and not even the most ridiculous thing about a fullback. But good on him. Oh, Someone's got to turn the takes out, mate. Someone... Nice guy by all accounts. Yeah, but, I, um... I met him and it was really awkward because I was like, oh, I, f- I fired at you. We had an argument on Twitter once. Did you mention that? <laughs> Never mentioned it. No. <laughs> but uh, he wasn't around at the party long enough. I might have mentioned after three or four more yeah, beers. But when I met um... him originally, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> yeah, um, yeah just, a, just a great take, really. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. Question time. Uh, first one comes in from Mick the Perm. Blocker overtaking Gus as being annoying commentary. Unwatchable. I think That's... it's almost fair, and I don't like Gus, as you all know. Uh, commentary. I, I switched to Channel 9, so that should tell you how I feel yeah. about that. Yeah, to exactly Channel 9. Right. Next one comes in, not really a question, but more Paul Mack. That one wasn't a question either. Not really either. But Paul Mack brings it to our attention. We're going to mention anyway, but I waited for this. Chris Sandow has a winning start in the Inter Super Cup with North Mm -hmm. defeating PNG Hunters 32 to 18. Only Hunters' fourth loss in 37 home games. The guy just wins football games. Just a proven winner. Loves the first few games. Had success wherever he's gone. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Josh, sorry, at Pies Josh, who wins the premiership first? Cleary at the Dogs or the Panthers? Ooh, saucy. Uh, Cleary isn't going to the dogs yet. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say neither. That's a good question. If I had, you know, gun to my head, I'm gonna say the Panthers because we don't even know if Cleary will go to the yeah. dogs. So I'll say Panthers. Yeah, which Panthers? The next like different Panthers. Carolina. I'll say neither. Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Dylan Panthers. Shunter eighty six. Most cringeworthy worthy player comps. NRL any time or NFL circle the draft. NRL any time. Yeah. At least there's generally some analysis that's gone into the NFL ones. Like, yeah. oh, is it a throwing like, mechanics? If you, like, this is the difference between Australia and American sports media. If you want to avoid the hot air and find intelligent analysis, you can do that in the NFL quite easily. Really easily. You just don't watch first take and you read Football Outsiders and Pro Football Focus and you're fine. Yep. You can't really do that here. Those things don't exist here. And, and every show is like first day. And a lot of those comparisons, some bad ones come out, but a lot of them will be like, oh, this guy throws like player X 
And but there's usually actually mechanic uh, comparisons. Behind yeah, it's it, not saying he's as good as Peyton Manning. No. It's just that his throwing mechanics are similar. Yeah. Whether he has the like you know decision making and the like yeah. pocket presence and all the other stuff is completely different. Yeah. But yeah. Whereas he's just like, oh, he's next Inglis. Yep. Next guy. That's it. Inglis. Uh, at Tyhr Blue, thoughts on rumored dogs offer for Woods? Any forward apart from Tamalolo worth close to slash more than a million? Mm. Uh, currently no, to me, but. I think that's a ridiculous offer for Aaron Woods if it's a million bucks a year. I understand oh. you've got to pay overs to get him away from the Tigers, but Jesus. I don't understand when you're too much of your cap is already tied up in forwards that you're spending a million dollars a year on a forward. Yeah, and I understand the, the probably that James Graham go if this happens. I believe so. Mm-hmm. But can, really, is that the problem they're trying to solve as a front row? Um, I'd go close to giving Jake Tabojevich a million a year just because he's young. And if you could lock the guy up lo- if you could lock the guy up long term, I'm saying, because he's so young. Yeah, but he He's only, what, 23? Yeah, but he has nothing with the ball in hand to me. Oh, I don't know, man. I think he's a really special player. But he takes like eight runs a game. Even then, I said maybe. Yeah. Like, not definitely. Tamalolo is the only no-doubter, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, DeBellin's 25. How many weeks away are we from people saying Cohen Hester deserves a million dollars a year? Like, three weeks? Know. It's probably already... Someone's probably already said it. Yeah. I mean, I don't find Turbo better than a lot of the locks already. I'm not going to pay him, hoping he's going to get better. I feel like I like him more than you do. You do? Okay. Uh, plenty of people do. Uh, next question at Melstar 001 favourite slash catchiest team song other than your own clear minner min- min- <laughs> clear winner in her mind look I, mean, I know she's a Sharks fan she set us up but I mean that is that is, the, that is the answer I've sung it plenty of times I was singing it's it on here song. last year up up Cronulla easy at Simon Ill 97 can you break down the Tigers supposed big four how much do you think they're worth where you think they should go will they go first of all shout out to Simon for saying supposed in front yeah. of big four that is the correct uh, that is the correct word to put in front of the, yeah. the, that, that saying the big one and the mediocre three I like it uh, <laughs> so yeah Tedesco's worth you know what, here's a big bag of money pay him over a million dollars in that region you know you could probably pay him up to 1.3 1.4 yeah. whatever um, I'd give Woods like 800 a year um yeah, you I'm, really hate Aaron Woods. I don't hate. And I don't get it because he's still a really good player. He is a good player. He's not worth a million dollars to me. I said eight hundred. Yeah, but Mate, that's no. the going rate for a top line prop. He's top I know line it prop. is. It's he definitely never gets high. hurt. He's a good guy, like great ambassador for the club off the mm-hmm. field. Like he does all the little things right. I know. Yeah, I think I think when you factor in all the intangibles, whether as well as his play on the field, I think eight hundred k for Aaron Woods a year is reasonable. I let him go. Uh, well, no, I didn't say where he's going to pay him 800k. I just said it's yeah. reasonable. Um, yeah, Moses, I'm somewhere in the region of half a million. Uh, half a million. But like he's already on 600k. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he deserves a pay cut. I but, would not um, pay either Moses and Brooks what they're currently on, let alone what I would going give to get. Brooks 200k a year at most, and he's never going to take that anywhere. So yeah, see so, ya. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what you do with Brooks. I don't know what the answer is. That's a weird one because, like, I mean. It's really rare for players to take substantial pay cuts after they're like as they get older, like yeah. you know, until they fall off a cliff. But yeah. the dude just hasn't performed at all. Uh, Moses will probably get eight to nine hundred, which I mean, because he's a young half and that's it, and he's actually played okay. They roll the dice. I mean, that's still a bit too much for me, but there are worse gambles you can make. I think. There is. Well, this the problem with these guys is that these guys are not good enough to hold a club at ransom, and they kind of are. That's the real issue. And they've got the same agent, which makes it even harder to deal with. They're not going to sign him because they're just not. But, you know, but, uh, like Mitch Moses in the six jersey in Melbourne would be, you know, pretty great. I mean, anyone would be there. Any decent six would kill Sure. There. But also, like, there's other clubs I could see him going to where he would fit in quite well. I think, I mean... Well, the Bulldogs are apparently chasing all of them now. All four of them, yeah. I mean, th- 
shades of um shades of the Parramatta the Canterbury forward defecting to Parramatta when they didn't want to go Super League. They signed all four of the it was like Dean Page, Jim Dimmick, and two other people coming yeah. by in like when when Bulldogs went to join that unfortunate breakaway competition that failed. Super League Master Race. Mm. Okay, next one <laughs> at Ryan's underscore Rovers. Would the Warriors New South Wales Cup side beat the NRL team? No, no, they get smashed. They would lose by fifty points. At one eye Tiger underscore. No. No, he's just saying when we read the phrase out for this is for Simon Hill, use the phrase so called big four, but seriously, we all know they aren't. Yeah, they're not. We know they're not the big four. I like that you said we're not reading this and then you read the whole thing. Yeah, look, yeah whatever. good. I mean, I actually cut like three words out. Were you just so, proving that you could read? Yes. Okay. I was proving that. Good reading. It was like that one's written in proper English. I can read this whole you thing. Did, you did. I, you yeah, you did. You showed I me. I've done good. At Sharky Day 44. How will you celebrate the Sharks going back to back in 2017? A, a shandy or something harder? Look, buddy. Um, a shoey shandy. I was going to say, like. A shundy. The, ever since that news that they take extra shoes to do shoeys out of, I just haven't looked at Sharks fans the same way. Yeah, that's soft as. I'm pro shoey. I'm anti oh, clean yeah. shoe. Shoey. Yeah. Get back. You may as well have a glass if yeah, you've got a clean, right? like, clean it, Nike. Th- yeah. Don't start me, rabbits. At the ch- cursed Chapo, does Hasler get sacked this round or next? Uh, I think. Jeez, I mean, if the Broncos towel them up, which, you know, could happen, then who knows, but... Feeling like it's soon. It does feel like the writing's on the wall, and it has felt like that since the preseason, unfortunately, yeah. even though I still think that's crazy, and until you have someone that you know is better, I think it's a bad idea to get rid of, like, a proven yeah. winner like Des Hasler. At Pat Lawrence 26, after spending Sunday evening on the hill at Cogra, getting a decent park, having beers at the local pub beforehand, and getting changed from my 50 for a beer and a pie, my question is... Why is the NRL intent on killing the suburban ground? Cogra's all right, but a lot of suburban grounds are not. A lot of them suck. Uh, okay, I went to Leichhardt. I paid nothing. That's why I went. I would not pay $30 to sit on that hill. Uh, yeah, I went to Manly. Also paid nothing. Not pay 30 bucks on that hill. would not pay $30 to sit on that hill. Yeah, and the food can be of a lower standard generally. It just can be. It can be av- I know it's part of the footy experience is average food, but it makes a difference when you go to a bigger stadium and they, now they have better things in there. There's a reason why a Porto's in a stadium now because stadium food sucks. Yep, it does. And you say you've got a park. You've got a park there. That's fine for you, but get a park at Manly. Yeah, because well, like, like two days cr- earlier. Cr- Dragons have got the whole league club across the road and yeah. that's why you can get a parking space. But that's a different story at Leichhardt. Especially, like, God, oh, forget God. it. Leichhardt, Brookvale, forget it. Uh, yeah. You can get a park sort of near Cronulla. Campbelltown, you can get a park. Yeah. Penrith, I've, oh, I've only been there like twice. You I can get a know, park there. I'm sure you can. There's a whole Panthers club nearby, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, I, get, I think it kind of varies. Um, some are good, some are bad. Um, mm-hmm. I understand why the NRL is so hesitant to have lots of games at suburban grounds. It's so much money that's poured in. Like, they're exactly. so far behind. They need, a lot yeah. need so much work. This is the thing that like a lot of people don't understand is that like you still need to have the same number of cameras and all the other stuff that you have at every other stadium. You need to have that mm-hmm. stuff at a suburban ground and there's no infrastructure in place to support it. You have to bring all this extra stuff with you every time. And the, well, the way we're going, we want you know higher speed things, for example, whatever. There's like no internet at these grounds. Yeah, like the AFL plays all their Melbourne games at two stadiums and no one died yeah it's fine uh, next one from Matty McP25 oh he's just making a statement <laughs> okay in response to Woods' money he says JDB is worth 2 million uh, yep <laughs> Mitch would agree <laughs> at Hey Sam Warden asked if we're performing the Dutch rider on each other uh, it's been going since the start of the show it has been mm-hmm. okay Josh Robbo is firing in all the questions Question one. If he refs faults in a 40-0 win, he's banned he, for no, life. He's probably going to take us back to round three, refs fault, I'm predicting. Okay. No. Number one. When the concept of referees was created, were all other mere 
others <laughs> mere tests before we got to the great man H. For fuck's sake. Two, are rules only in the games for ex-commentators with too many concussions to whinge about? Correct. That is astute. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Let's just change the, the basic rules. I'm sick of them. Yep. Uh, if Newcastle were a chance to beat the Panthers according to Bungard... That's Why my, is Penrith my bad. win being written off? Because of that's, how they play. No, that's no. He's right. That's a fair question. Yeah. Because I did say I feel like Newcastle might be able to get something there, and then they did not. And Penrith but, played really well. But they're being written off because Newcastle played like last year again. Yeah, but he's he's making a good point. I got to own that. That was a dud tip by me. Are um, Penrith a better team without Bryce Cartwright? Where would you feel in the Panthers team? Put him back on the edge. I think they are better without him currently because the defense has been really good without him. Yeah, big time. But, like, the guy is, unfortunately, he's too talented to ignore him. I mean, this is the guy that has been labelled by many as, as one of the, the better young prospects in the game. He's too talented. Uh, but maybe bring him back off the bench in the first couple of weeks when he gets back. Shorter stints, less less tackling he has to do. Yeah. Five, in a battle of brains between Fox commentators and Channel 9 commentators, mm. who wins? Ooh. Look, there's still, there's still Andrew Voss on Fox. He's going to win most rugby league battles with anybody. And they got Michael Ennis for the niggle factor. Niggle factor, yeah. <laughs> he was just like giving people wet willies when they're trying to answer the questions and stuff. Uh, in a, here we go. In a battle of football and quality between Fox and Nine, who would win? Nine would kick Fox's ass oh, in the foot. Nine foot has Andrew game. Johns, Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. Um, Andrew Johns, they have Andrew Johns, they have Fitler, they have uh, Lockyer. Yeah. They'd kill you. And they're, Thurston signed a contract with them for the future, right? I think if so. I'm not mistaken, something weird like that. They would uh, absolutely crush them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, easily. You got the three best players of the last twenty years, <laughs> and then Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, nice. Uh, Dane's got anger. Why have the football gods struck North Queensland with uh, tropical cyclone Debbie after Billy Slater's return? I like that the weather has taken pity on me as a South fan. It's trying to stop this game from happening. <laughs> it's very thoughtful. Well, the uh, NYC team couldn't get out of North Queensland this week. They yeah, that's true. The 20s game. Get, yeah, and you can postpone 20s games. No one's going to care. But you know, obviously, NRL are a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. I've been told. South is supposed to be up there on Thursday morning, and as long as the airport's open, they'll be there. At Just Davies ninety after after Shane Fleming's use of fake news, what fake news would you use to motivate a player? What do you mean? Do I think go? he's saying like, yeah. "Oi, Mitch, that guy said something about your mom." Yeah, like, so I'd say, "Oh, if you if you're working with the Sharks, you say something to Fafita. Easy. <laughs> I'm not gonna bite on that one. <laughs> no, nothing." Uh, you, I think to fire George up, you've got to be like, hey, that guy's the guy that leaked, leaked the nude photo of you. He probably likes that photo being out, let's be honest. Who wouldn't? Yeah. He probably put it out. He leaked it himself. He's he back, sent it around. He's back at heat. Yeah. At Mad Dog on has got no space. Can you guys start naming Origin Bolters yet? You have yep. three, four weeks behind. Um, yes, I, we can. Cam McInnes. Origin Bolter. Hooker. Uh, uh, Gideon Geller Mosby. <laughs> Wing. Yep. We can't say Cohen Hairs because that's actually legitimate. No, that legitimate. might happen. That's <laughs> yeah. why I didn't say it. Um, uh, ooh, um, Jared Wallace. Yep. Big one. Big, huge bolter. Um, I'm going to go really outside the box. Uh, back for, uh, got, got picked when he wasn't playing in the NRL once before in the early 2000s. Phil Bailey. <laughs> Coming back. Yep. <laughs> Josh Hannay is also a shot. Yep. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, Matt Landrigan Landrigan Matt sorry is it a coincidence that Dragon's good form coincides with the absence of Dale Root's negativity towards his team Jeez, Dale would be hating this by the way being here while the Dragons are winning yeah uh, he's not used to this no he um, wouldn't be enjoying it 
Is it possible that after he has on repeated occasions alleged that you and I were, at various points, the curse on our respective teams, yeah. Sydney FC clinched the Premier's plate while he was not in the country? Yeah. So perhaps he's the curse. Ooh, and Matty P25 follows up with the Raiders also struggling without his unwavering support. Very, very good point. Dale Roots. We'll Dale. see what happens when he comes back next week. Dale, Dale Double Team has... has <laughs> His two teams have been reversed in fortune since he's been gone. Yeah, the Dragons are just enjoying a run of form without any critique from a huge public figure. <laughs> like, roots. they... Yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone in that locker room listens to this show every week. Yeah. And obviously, words hurt. They do. And, and they just couldn't play well with Dale making fun of them all the time. We've seen the morale improve without him around at the, at, at the uh, Dragons. Yeah. Whereas, great. on the other hand... Raiders, team full of divas, can't get up without Struggling. the uh, without the uh, unwavering support. They need it. They need the. They're like me. They're confidence players. They need to be bigged up at like five minute intervals. Like every five minutes, Mitch pauses the podcast, tells me I'm doing great, and yeah. we don't continue. How about, works. how about Shannon Boyd? By the way, look at his stats. You brought up the Raiders game. <laughs> yeah. So seventy one career games, nineteen games over hundred meters for a prop. Uh, I am just going to go out on a limb here and say his meters per game is going to be closer to the bottom for props than it is for top. Yeah, he had sixteen games under sixty meters. That's bad. That's uh, that's that's Curtis Sirenin levels. That's yeah, not it's good. not good. And uh, some people make excuse for him on, on the internet, which is hilarious. That that's not his role apparently. No, I mean I do buy into the like whole quick play the ball thing and stuff, but at the same time. Make 100 metres. No, but it's quick play the ball. Firstly, his play the ball isn't that great. And secondly... Well, I didn't know that. I mean, he draws defenders sure. in. He does. But you don't... Six runs? No coach is saying to, to apparently his best prop. Yep. Mate, just run the ball six times. Like today. other guys who would be comparable in terms of minutes and role, like guy like Cassiano or even Junior Paul on the same team, they're making more runs than that. And Cassiano and makes 100 metres every yep. few weeks. And he does more with the ball yep. in hand in terms of playing ball playing as they're well. They're not as saying... When they're losing the middle battle, they're not going, look, Shannon, have your three runs a half. Yeah, exactly. They see your three runs. Yeah, come I agree on. that they need more from him. But weirdly, he was great when he played for Australia. So it worked he that was, out. He was. Yeah. Also playing with a, with a better pack over a yeah, dominant true. team. But well, yeah, but the Raiders pack aren't exactly mugs. They're not. They're not at all. Josh Rapali's having a fantastic season here, though, as well. Anyway. Uh, inverse. Uh, bat, worse, w- the worse his hair gets, the better he gets at football. Really? You reckon? Is, don't you? Looking, I just realised I set myself up yeah. to get zinged here. Move past it. Yeah, we passed it. Uh, he looks svelte in the uh, Iron Fist jersey, Pavali. Dark colours, great for the belly. Yep. Fantastic <laughs> for the belly. Look fantastic. Uh, when are we going to get to the point where the coaches have to wear the same uniform as the players like they do in baseball? Oh, God. <laughs> Wayne right. Bennett in that Iron yeah. Man suit. That's, that's, what, that's the kind of content that I'm here for. We've got, we got a bit of extra time. We want to talk about those jerseys. Uh, all right. So, we're one step close to getting names and numbers on the back. How bad were the Broncos' names? They were one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Were they only there as a piecemeal thing to cover up a gambling logo because Marvel didn't want to obsess with gambling or I something? Don't know. That was one of the theories someone tweeted me in Hypothesis. I'm sorry, I forget who told me that. But it was time. like such. It looked like well, they would have put them on that day. Like it, someone's like, look it, what I brought in. They looked terrible. Why were they lowercase? Lowercase and really small. <laughs> Block letters. Yeah. Same color as the. How hard is it? The rest of them are good. Like the Cherry yeah, Evans. Like the, the, Tigers one, ones, the Cherry Evans looked good no. on the back of the Manly one, for example. Uh,. But yeah, the, other than that, they were, they were quite. They, I didn't like him. And you know what? If you're, like a, the name if, and if you're a young Manly fan, as if you're not buying a Tavoyevich or Cherry Evans jersey, their ones actually looked okay. By the way, the uh, the uh, was it Falcon? Mm, yeah, Falcon looked okay. Yeah, sure. Broncos Iron Man sucked. Most well, of them sucked. Another highlight of my week: Steve Roach ranting for like three minutes, not knowing about who uh, Rocket Raccoon was. What do you mean? That happened? Yeah, like three minutes. Who's this? I don't know who this is. Kids these days, it's special. And they're raccoons. Yeah, and they're raccoons. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. 
That's the starting one. Oh, God. No. How he's all over that cover. No, 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 no. We're not going to start him. No, 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 no. That Rocket Raccoon stuff. That was Well, that was just amusing because it's funny. Music, it's just I, like old man yells at Cloud. It was. It's yeah. great. I s- uh, yeah, no, I, I'm big, I like the jerseys uh, for the most part. I, I didn't like them this year. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. I like the manly ones, as, you, as, as we said. Um, Raiders, pretty good. Roosters, why defer from Captain Reg? Although, again, Spider-Man kind of worked too. It didn't look too bad. No, did they have that this weekend? No, but I've seen the jersey. Yeah. They, where are the other ones? Are they coming next week? The, the, the... I guess when they have a home game. Home games, yeah. yeah. Well, those yeah. Camp Raiders think... wore it away, though. Oh, the yeah, Broncos. they did. Oh, maybe they don't. They're only, they're only the clashing with a superhero kind of thing. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, because well, yeah, Roosters played Souths, so they don't have a, they don't have a superhero yeah. jersey. Well, they do. They have that Superman one, but they don't. it's not a Marvel. How about some of the clubs not getting like the matching shorts and socks? That is the height of poverty. Like the <laughs> Dragons and the Tigers. Like, yeah, just keep your current shorts, champ. It's like the Tiger, the Broncos shelled out for Iron Man shorts. Yeah. Like, just so, the do, so do the Raiders, but then the other clubs are like, yeah, look, black and orange will go with this with this orange and grey top. Yeah, Why not figure uh, it out. And the Dragons just, yeah, I don't know. So uh, is it only the Roosters that haven't worn theirs? They definitely didn't wear it, right? They, no, they didn't wear it. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they didn't wear it because it was like the Ron, Ron Cooch shield or something. Maybe they didn't wear it because it would have been too close to the South jersey with the red stripes. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were some but, weird but it's rule. Spider-Man now, right? It's not stripe. It's ah. Uh, it's still like a fair bit of red. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe that was the class. Did they yeah. not wear it? I seriously don't remember. God, I don't think they wore it. Oh, this is great. This is great. This is great, great podcasting. podcasting. Uh, is there any more questions or is that it? That's it. Oh, exciting. People aren't interested in talking to us. They want to talk to our guests. No, that's apparently. not true. They, uh, they asked us some good questions. but it's we, we, Without Harry to regale us with Tales of Country Rugby League for 45 minutes. To be honest, we need another two episode for the, for the off-season, for the grind, for the... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a long season. We need him... Every up, every off season podcast because he can carry yeah. the carry the show just through yarns. Yarns, loves yeah. a yarn. By the way, interesting. Yeah. Jo- I interesting. I'm letting the plebs through the through the fourth wall here, but like it's weird when you're in the biz, everyone just calls stories yarns. Everyone does it, and there's mm. been never been explained to me why it's done, but colloquially, everyone calls stories yeah. yarns. You and work. Campo love a yarn, saying that. Yeah, word. love a yarn. Yeah. It's what, I never said it before I started working at the paper, but now say I say it. it all the time. Oh, that what's that thing? All the uh, Fox Sports guys say to each other. Uh, brother, you heard that one? Hey, hey brother, not great. Manny John's kind of thing. Sounds like something he would say. Yeah, yeah. where'd that come from? I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Industries, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about our careers again. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we are pretty good though. Um. All right. Uh, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you? No, neither do I. I'm oh wait, we nearly forgot the games again. God damn it. Oh, okay, <laughs> before we... We've got to pick the games. Um, We're good at this. We've still got Simon and Ando still in the uh, the last to lose competition for the Bocca Deli I would like tip. if Storm played the Roosters for all the marbles, but yeah. I don't know when they play each other. Neither do I. So then pick next week's games. All right. So Thursday night, football. Canterbury hosting Brisbane. Broncos 13 plus. Sure. <laughs> it's fine with me. Now, sneaky good game at 6pm. Roosters Manly. Roosters. Yeah, I Manly were good last week, but you know Roosters have been very, very impressive. Yeah, uh, not so good game at eight oh five. Cowboys hosting the Rabbitohs. Yeah, Cowboys up there, isn't it? They're gonna tell you, yeah. tell you good mm. spanking. I mean, it's up there no matter whose home game it is because yeah, the Dum Dums take the home game <laughs> to fucking cans because they're idiots. All right, three p.m. Uh, Saturday, Sharks hosting Newcastle. Uh, what do you yeah, reckon? About a million points from the mm. Sharks. Six, maybe they get another sixty plus. Get another banner made. Yep. Uh, 5.30, Raiders, Parramatta, Parramatta in Canberra. Hmm. Should be a good game. Raiders, 
they got to get a win here. Raiders, Raiders. got to get a win, but they're missing Whitehead. Oh, yeah, they got no Hodgson. Hodgson. No, no Hodgson either. And um, no Whitehead makes that right edge crumble a little. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick the, pan- the Parramatta, not the uh, Well, we've Parramatta. been the same on everyone so far, so I'll say Canberra. Mm-hmm. All right, 7.30 at Amy Park. Storm hosting Panthers. That'd be, this could be a good game. Storm. Uh, yeah. 13 plus. Oh, I don't know about that. 13 plus. All right, 2.30 p.m. 2.30? Oh, because it's actually... Wait, what two th- why is it 4.30 our time? Uh, Warriors hosting the Titans. Oh, I'm always picking the Titans. You going down? I'm going, I'm going you? the Warriors. Oh, I'll, I thought you said I'm always picking the Titans. I'm almost. So, uh, you go down with that ship. Give me the Titans. Mm-hmm. All right, last game, 4:30 p.m. West Tigers hosting St George. I feel like St George is in this time slot literally every week. They are. This seems to be every week. They're, well, they're not 6:30 anymore, is it? It's a four o'clocker, isn't it? Wait. Oh, hang on. It's 2.30 and 4.30. They've already been time converted. I apologize, everyone. So that first game's 2.30 Australian time. Yeah, it is. And the second game is 4.30 Australian time at ANZ. West Tigers savings dies Sunday morning. Oh, does it? Do we get an hour of sleep or do we lose one? We get one. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, Tigers, they're a shot here because I still have not that much faith in the Dragons, but I feel like that Dragons pack will just take over the game and, and do it for them. Uh, I'm not going to get fancy. I will also take the Dragons. Sweet. Dragons could finish the week uh, in top in the top two if one of the Roosters in Melbourne Jesus. loses. Jesus. Heady days. Heady days, my friend. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, you got nothing else to plug? Pickles, oh. you got anything? No, he's bloody... He's keen on a mic, though, isn't he? Oh, he just... He thinks it's food. He thinks something's yeah, food. Something's he's, food. He thinks my face is food. Well, currently. I think at this point, he, like Pavlov's dog, has associated the sounds of the podcast with its feeding time. Yeah, and yeah, it's, when it's the wrap up, yeah, you might have heard yeah, he him knows. Here. He's he knows. A bit of a grunt the yeah, he knows. All right, he's giving uh, Mike a lick. He's loving it. <laughs> cool. Uh, Dale should be back next week, uh, and we'll be so. back next week. Uh, all right, enjoy the week's game. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from me. Fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, motherfucker. Yeah, this album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight cause I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kick the Free. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Schemes. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Uh. I made the change from a common thief to up close and personal 
Chill with Robin Leach And I'm far from cheap I smoke stuff with my peeps all day Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way The Moet and Alizé keep me pissy Girls used to diss me Now they write letters cause they miss me I never thought it could happen This rapping stuff I was too used to packing gats and stuff Now honeys play me close like butter plate coat From the Mississippi down to the East Coast Condos and Queens in dough for weeks Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak Living life without fear Putting five carrots in my baby girl ear Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool Considered a fool cause I dropped out of high school Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood And it's still all good, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this 50 inch screen, money green, leather sofa Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur Phone bill about 2G's flat No need to worry, my accountant handles that And my whole crew is lounging Celebrating every day, no more public housing Thinking back on my one room shack Now my mom pimps an act with me on the back And she loves to show me off, of course Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us No heat, wonder why Christmas missed us Birthdays was the worst days Now we sip champagne when we thirsty uh, Damn right I like the life I live Cause I went from negative to positive And it's all And if you don't know, now you know, nigga Uh, uh And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Representing B Town in the house. Junior Mafia, Mass Label. Uh. Uh. Yeah. I.